Yes, it's episode 158 of Griff's Brain Dumping. It's me, Griff, obviously. I am hyped because I've just finished watching episode 15 of Power. The finale. Just finished watching the finale. Um, I guess I've got to let it just simmer a bit because I'll be releasing this on Monday morning. I mean, it's not officially released on Netflix until Monday. So I don't want to be a dick. I've watched it on American time, so officially I could talk about it, but I want you to enjoy the pod. I want you guys to enjoy the pod. Um, yeah, so I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. But all I will say is hashtag power never ends. That's all. That's all. Um, right. So sorry, it's a little message came up on my on my screen there. But yeah, it's uh wow. What an episode, eh? How about that? But yeah, power, that's good. Oh, but we won't talk about that. What can we talk about? We'll talk about my week. Talk about other TV stuff. Talk about this hurricane that's going on. Storm is it Sierra or Kira? I'm not sure if it's Irish or African American. <laughs> Where's this storm from? It's a Kira. What's this? Sierra. I don't know what the storm is. I haven't heard it said. I've only seen it written down on Twitter. Um, I think what else has gone on this week? Love Island's been watching that. Oh, Callum. Callum's broken our Shauna's heart. Eh. Watching Love Island. It's great. I love I love, love Island. Um, I'm sad. I watch it. I talk, talk about it with the girls at work. <laughs> we, we sit in the canteen. They talk about Love Island and they seem a bit shifty and ashamed to be talking about it out loud. And I'll just pop my head and go, you guys talk about Love Island? Like, yeah. It's like, oh, what do you think about this? Oh, we, we, well, we, we just become a bunch of girls. It's great. But no, it's, um, it's always fun talking about Love Island, especially watching it with my wife, because we get to see it from a male and female perspective. Um, but no, just the lads. The lads, when they were trying to trying to I guess they're trying to comfort Shauna telling her how happy Callum's been he's like a different person like he was really happy without you <laughs> Woo! but um no nah, man that was fun and what else is what else happened in um not, nothing else sensational really happened in Love Island except for that really Callum finding someone he's actually happy with I guess how do you approach the show do you approach the show well, you know, you just stick with someone and you stick with them and think you're going to win it. Because how it goes, you, you either... The ideal is you meet someone you actually like and you stick with them to the end because then you're surefire to win and you're with someone you like. Um, second one is that you stick with someone you actually really like and then you don't win anything. Upside is you found someone you really like. Then you can either stick with someone you don't like and win uh, so you start with someone you don't like but hey you got the money um, how long after the show do you stay together or worse you stick with someone you don't like and then you don't even win that's why we was discussing it me and the wife she was saying oh no you just stick with someone uh, you don't like and hope to win isn't it <laughs> That's how you pro- it's a game show. She's like, it's a game show, so you try to win. And I was like, yeah, but what if you're stuck with someone that you don't like? 
and you don't win the money. See, my approach would be, I'm just going to go with whoever I like and upset whoever I want. Just out dick. Yeah, I like you for the first week. Then I've met someone new. I like them more. So I think I'd come across looking like Mike in the house. So I'd just be jumping from one woman saying that I like her a lot and then just binning her off with someone else. Be fair, he didn't bin off Leanne. Leanne binned him off. And he was giving it a go. The Jess thing was never going to happen. And um, yeah, now he's with a new girl, Priscilla. Let's see how that, how long that lasts. Well, ah, well, that's that's the TV segment done uh, of of the podcast. What else been going on in my life? Gigged, gigged that um, laughter in the box. Shout out Ori Styler. Shout out uh, Box Park Croydon. That was fun. Um, where else? Where else a gig this week? Gigged in. That was Wednesday. Tuesday, I gigged somewhere. Ooh, can't think where I gigged on Tuesday. Mind has gone blank, geezer. Can't think what I did Tuesday. That's not bother me. Things I won't be able to think about it without um, talking very slowly. Maybe I can check my, my website to see where I was on Tuesday. This this is how I'd be framed for a crime. Because I can't remember where I am. Like, my alibi would be rubbish. Where were you on, on the Thursday, the 12th, when this person was murdered? I'd be like, I don't know, actually. <laughs> They're like, you're under arrest. I'm like, nah, I know I didn't murder him, but I just don't know where I was. Well, luckily, I'll write things down and, and tweet and share. Ah, I was at Magaro Bar. Of course, Banter Bash. Uh, yes, in King's Cross. So that's what I was Tuesday gig there. Uh, Wednesday in Croydon. And Friday I was in Hartford, which was just lovely to be gigging just so close to home. In Hartfordshire. 15, 20 minute, well, it was in 15, 10 minute drive. Do I start to finish the gig and just go home? Oh, sweet, sweet as sweet geese. Um, so that's what I did. Gigged three times this week. And then I haven't got a gig until um, till Saturday. Credit Crunch Comedy. Valentine's Special at the Broadway Theatre. Cat Ford. And then the day after, it said, no, that's funny. Valentine's Special at Dingwalls in Camden. So... Catch me in those two places. Big shows. Big, big shows. Um... And then on Wednesday, not that it's a gig of any sort, we're going to Sheesh for my cousin's birthday. I'm from Essex, I've never been to Sheesh. Know what you're thinking? Is this guy even black? All right, this is terrible. I I watched the Power um, episode on some, you know, absolute bandit website. (laughs) And uh, I keep getting flipping pop-ups now from nowhere and I did my scan and it said no no uh, nothing detected but I'm getting pop-ups from all over the place this this is dreadful I think I've given my my phone cyber aids what do I do how do I get rid of this all these stupid pop-ups I'm going to have to click on one, aren't I? And then that's when it 
just does an absolute madness. Ah, oh, shit in hell. And I'll close all of these windows. Close all tabs. Let's see if those if those pop-ups don't stop coming up now, then yeah, my phone's got cyber aids. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, what's the talk about? Uh yeah, going sheesh. Write a passage if you're from Essex. Go sheesh. I love how these uh, Turkish places have just exploded in popularity. It's it's a glorified kebab shop. It is. That's not being disrespectful to Turkish cuisine or Greek cuisine. That's, that's what it is. But we fucking love it. Got sheesh. Got mixed. Sheesh. Chicken sheesh. Lamb Adana. Yogurt. Sheesh. And it's like everyone goes, everyone has their own version of sheesh near their house, and they think their place is the best. And then they go to somewhere else and go, oh, it's just like sheesh. It's just like aos. It's just like vaos. I've got naos. I've got uh, vasos. Um, the one in Harlow is called. It's something like melon. Everywhere. It's cheap, it's cheerful, you eat loads of food, you get your bread, you get your rice, you get your chips, you get your chicken, you get your lamb, you get your veg, you get your salad, yoghurt, and uh, yeah, it's proper, proper food, that. <laughs> but uh, I'll be going there on Wednesday, um, just to confirm I'm from Essex. I've never been to any of the Essex nightclubs, never been to Time and Envy, uh never went to um what's the other place in Essex that I didn't go to. See it's hard to name places I haven't been. I've never been to Bas Vegas. I've never even been to Basildon in my life. I've been surfing, not as an adult. Um I've been to like most of the beaches in Essex. I've been walking on the Nays, been Clacton, um, been surfing. But yeah, I haven't been to any of the nightclubs. See, it's Time and Envy was one. What was the other one? Oh, there's another one in like Romford or somewhere, Gants Hill, around that way. Just never been out. The only place I've been out in Essex is Harlow, where I'm from, and Chelmsford, where I got racially abused walking the street. There's <laughs> uh, four guys. I was walking one way, four guys went the other way. They were, they, oh, you black bastard. And I kind of looked. And I just laughed, like, what? Like, I kind of just, like, knitted my eyebrows in confusion. Like, I, I, all right. So, what was that? No, I mean, just, what did they gain from that? Did they get back, they all pile into a fourth fiesta, high five each other, go, you see what we did to that black guy? Fucking, you do what any of it. It's like, yeah, there's four of you. One of me. You pussy ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. I oh, know. Uh, but, but um what else have been doing this week? What else? Went all high pitched there. Had some dreams this week. Oh, that was hilarious. One I wanted Naomi on the pods, but um she's she's busy today doing stuff with her friends. She's actually left the house. I haven't. Um and yeah, I woke her up in the week, screaming out loud from a dream I was having. Um, this dream was 
about me being in the tree. Let's climb the tree. Ah, there was a giraffe eating, you know, just leaves on the tree. But at my height, my head height. And um, it kept getting closer and closer. And I was leaning away from it. But obviously I couldn't lean too far because I fall out the tree. And then the giraffe came across and proceeded to open its mouth up. I could see its dirty giraffe tongue. How do you know his tongue's dirty, Darren? Because it's a fucking giraffe. That's why. They don't brush their teeth. And I held my breath. And as the giraffe was about to close its mouth on my head, I screamed. Uh, but I screamed out loud. Screamed out loud. And she woke up and was like, what the actual fuck, Darren? I thought, oh, oh, God. And I, I just started laughing. <laughs> I started to... So what? It's not funny. What's that? Why are you screaming? I was, like, oh, I was, I was asleep. I screamed in my dream. And she's like, "Why?" She goes, "You're so arrogant when you wake people up." That's what. That's what she says. I'm very arrogant when I wake her up. Um, <laughs> like the other day, my I left my alarm on. Um, I wake up at six in the morning, but I had to have a, a different alarm one day for five, which is fine. Woke up, switched it off, but I forgot to turn it off the next day. So my alarm went off. Um, I was annoyed. I switched it off. I went back to sleep. And she couldn't go back to sleep from my early alarm going off. Now, I come out the shower. She's like, your alarm woke me up. And I was like, yeah, it woke me up too. <laughs> and she's like, what is wrong with you? I was like, what? I didn't want to wake up at five either. So most people will just apologise. I go, yeah, but I didn't want the alarm to go off. I would apologise if I benefited from it, but I'm a victim too. <laughs> like that. That was one of my dreams. The second dream, I was sat with Jay-Z talking about uh, God. Um, and he was like really bigging it up. I don't know, maybe it's because it's the lyric in 444 where he says, oh, yeah, that spiritual that spiritual shit really works, and I don't know what my stance is because it's like this past few weeks I've had like like four or five coincidental things that have been like pointed towards God or point towards having a belief or uh, or like or point towards considering having a belief because I. Guess on paper, I'm. Um, I guess I'm an anti. I'm a. I'm a. What's the word? It's a. I'm not atheist. Um. Filio sent it to me. I think it's an apatheist. Let's see. Yes. Um, apathy is... That's why I'm an apathyist. Is the attitude of apathy towards the existence or non-existence of God. It is more of an attitude rather than a belief, claim or belief system. An apathist is someone who is not interested in, in accepting or rejecting any claims that God exists or do not exist. I guess I'm not that. I don't know why I'm, I'm 
because here's my thing i don't believe any kind of god exists um as a separate sentient being that controls people's lives i i think i have a concept of god that is an individual thing like i have a concept of heaven and hell as being not an afterlife but a present thing you create your present if you live your life well and you tell the truth and you don't do people badly uh you won't have any anguish and your life will be that somewhat heavenly and your life will be hellish if uh if you know you lied to people you've done people wrong you haven't apologized for your wrongdoings i feel like that moment before you die you'll have a flash of all your life and if you've lived a good life you'll be like i'm at peace with that i told everyone who i love i love them and um i didn't do anyone dirty so yeah i'm cool and you'll have that peace that's that'll be your heaven and your hell will be like ah i shouldn't have called my sister a bitch then i haven't spoken to her in 13 years and then you die that's gonna be hell because i actually loved her i shouldn't shouldn't have said that to her um so it's that kind of thing in the hell and then with god and the devil i think that's just i think god is uh is the 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 moral epitome of good within us so i think if you were to look at the world very binary and black and white you know what's good you know what's bad you, you know what's right you know what's wrong within you within you ever because like, i think morality is subjective do you know what's and people go, no, it's not. It's it's objective. It's not. It's completely subjective. For example, eating pork. E- eating pork for me is whatever. I don't eat pork, but it's it's whatever. Whereas to, for a Muslim or a Jew, it's not whatever. That's disgusting and it's wrong. And then to a bloody Danish person who has the high bacon production, they're like, it's just it's delicious. So there you go. Morality is actually, you know, uh, it's actually subjective. So I think within yourself, God is the like, moral epitome of good. And in your mind, you can divide things into good or bad. And if you're doing all the good things all the time, you're nearer to God. You're nearer to the morally perfect version of yourself. However, you're a human and you're fallible. And you have emotions, and you're gonna make you're gonna make mistakes, and you're gonna do stuff wrong. And I'd say the devil, or any kind of version of that, Satan is the morally corrupt epitome of you. Now we very rarely get that. Very rarely does a human being walk around doing things that are bad all the time that they know is bad. Like you'd have to make it. It'd be impossible. Just living your life normally, you'd have to end up doing some just things that are just good and some things that are just outside the scope of morality. Yeah, like walking to get on the train to go to work. There's not much you can do unless you're now going out your way to smack bags out of people's hands and throw drinks into people's faces on on your way to work. I don't know. You'd have to be doing a whole heap of madness to be doing evil. But that... That's what I think of uh, of God. It's, it's an internal thing. It's just trying to live the best you. But all these dreams and all these signs I've been having uh, have been pointing towards, oh, maybe you should consider thinking of God as an external thing and something that you don't have control over. 
and uh, doesn't exist within you it exists without you and exists outside of you and something that you should probably look towards um so yeah so but the thing is i've done the christianity thing when i was younger don't like any of the abrahamic religions um i'm looking for one that i don't actually have to change my lifestyle much <laughs> and uh maybe one that just makes you feel better but here's the thing it's like for me because of my view so like i feel like i have to i would have to suspend reality to believe in a external being like too too much fucked up things happen in this world for me to believe there's any kind of external um art, you know arbiter of good and evil in the world who 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 decides or decides people's destinies or anything like that. I just you can't. You can't. You know, everything happens for a reason or karma, all that I don't believe in any of that stuff. Um let me say something really horrible. And anyone who believes in karma, um, you know, what goes around comes around, yeah? Um, you know, if something bad happens to you, something that's come around, you deserved it. Cool. But then explain to me why, like, little children get molested. What did that child do? Now, if you can save a straight face that that child did something in a past life, then by all means, I, I respect your uh, I respect your ability to to hold on to your belief like that. But you don't believe in reincarnation. You believe this is a new life coming to the world, and an absolute monster of a human being has done something like that to a child, or has murdered a child, any abuse to like a, a young kid or baby, and you're going to try to tell me oh, well, you know, just karma, or that was meant to happen because that kid will grow up and, and no, 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 I'm not having it. Fuck off. Fuck the fuck off. <laughs> no, I'm not having it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't have the, I have the ability, but I don't have the inclination to do the mental gymnastics to believe in any kind of uh, sentient being that will allow something like that to happen. So, any philosophy I'd have to look for or follow, I guess it would have to imprint itself on what I already believe in God being an internal thing. Because I think gods are, people aren't a reflection of God. And we're not built in God's image. I think God is built in its believer's image. So if you're a vengeful person and you believe in revenge and getting your own back, when you fuck up and something happens to you a few months down the line, you think, ah... I deserve that. Then your idea or concept of God would be like, yeah, if you do horrible shit, you deserve it. And so, um, yeah, man. That's what I'm thinking. What the hell is this thing? These things have popped up again. Let's see site settings. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. How do I block this? No. Do not show notifications. Delete that. And clear yeah get rid of all those cookies out of my bloody phone sorry so yeah that's my that's my deep thought about it so am i so i'm not an apophist I'm not agnostic 
What about agnostic? What is that? What's an ag- What's an agnostic? Nah, nah, I'm not. Yeah, that's what apophism is. Agnostic. Um, I need to find a word for what I am. If you know what I am from what I just described, then please, please tell me what I am. Um, because yeah, I'll be. I'd like to know what category I am. Well, that's my, that's my view on that. But anyway, that was deep. But it's fun. We've been probably a good conversation to have with maybe someone else in the room, right? <laughs> ah, dear. But um, I, I'm actually I'm in the mood to jump on people's podcasts as well. So if everyone's got podcasts and stuff, and you need a guest or you just need, I've got nothing to promote. I'll just be there, just chatting shit with you, just be chopping, chopping shit up. Yeah. And um, yeah, we can we can just chat. Let's see, but I'll, I'll try and find. But I need to find the word for, for this thing. I'll read up about it. Anyway, let's get on some dear Deirdre, and uh, see what go on in the in the Deirdre files. Right. Let's see. Oh, oh come on! You know you press the wrong button, and you just feel like your computer punishes you. Right, let's go. So we didn't do any um, affair ones last week. So we'll get straight back into some affairs. Yeah, all right then. Dear Deirdre, I cheated on my pregnant missus with her sister and now she's expecting to. Go on. You're my cousin, my brother, my sister and my lover. Wait, I had hot sex with my girlfriend's... It's always hot. I had hot sex with my girlfriend's younger sister in a weak moment. My girlfriend is pregnant with my baby. With my baby. But my, her sister now tells me she's also having my child and intends to keep it. So how is she planning to explain that? Let's see. This year should be the happiest of my life, but everything is in pieces. See what I was talking about, the heaven and hell thing? See how his life's hell now? His life could have been heaven if he was just having a child with his girlfriend. But now he's having two kids by sisters. Uh, his life's now hell. You see that? See that heaven and hell thing? You don't need an ex. Well, I feel like I don't need an external force to tell me that situation is fucking torture. <laughs> um, right, so my girlfriend and I have been together for four years. I'm 34, she's 24. We moved into our new home a few months ago. She looks amazing and is so happy all the time oh you bastard her sister is 20 really pretty and has always been very touchy feely of me my partner used to say her sister had the hots for me when we first met just after we moved into our house my girlfriend was out with friends and her sister turned up on the doorstep she was clearly upset so i asked her to come in and have a coffee what the hell is that i've never understood that how someone turns up on your doorstep upset where have you come from with your upset self to come to my house Whatever, wherever you were when you were upset, stay there. Unless that was the source of your upset, then go home. And then if it was at home that made you upset, then go somewhere else. Don't come to me. Right. Um, <laughs> just, um, she's clearly upset, so I asked her to come in and have a coffee. 
She poured out her heart, saying her boyfriend had ended their year-long relationship and was dating her best friend. Oh, dear. I calmed her down and put my arm around her and we sat on the settee. Suddenly, she turned to me and kissed me on the lips. I pulled away and asked her what she was doing. She apologised and said that she just wanted to be held. But one thing led to another. Nah, see, when she kisses you, um, that's when you've got to be like, uh, I think you should go. It's like, I think you should go. That's what you should do. Um, maybe go to the toilet, knock one out, clear your mind. I think like, oh, that was a bullet dodged. <laughs> Uh, right, she apologised and said she wanted to be held. One thing led to another and we ended up having sex. It was over in minutes and I then asked her to leave. See? Do you see the clarity? See, that's the clarity I'm talking about. Soon as he ejaculated, the blood rushes back to the brain and he goes, ah, shit, that was not a good idea. At least it wasn't mind-blowing sex, though. I'm happy. I'm happy the sex wasn't mind-blowing. I felt awful about it and I've avoided her since. Then we were asked to my girlfriend's parents for dinner and she was there. She told me in the kitchen she was pregnant. I nearly choked on my beer. <laughs> uh, Gary? Um, yeah. Um, I've got something to tell you. What? I'm pregnant. What? <laughs> Jeez. Sister comes in. Gary, you alright? Yeah, sorry. Just choking on my beer. Ah. God. So her mum and dad uh, knew already and she kept hinting all through the din about me being the dad. The family just laughed it off. I think they believe it's her ex's child, but things she told me make me believe she was telling the truth and I am the dad. What am I going to do when this comes out? My girlfriend will never be able to forgive me. What are you going to do, mate? You're paying two, two chunks of child support to the same family. And then if they've got brothers... It depends if the brothers might be like, my sisters are dumb. Uh, always going to hate his younger sister. Jeez. Oh, that's terrible. It's just terrible. Um, dear. Right, what else? Um, let's see. Let's see, let's see this one. Dear Deirdre, right, not speaking. I asked my son to repay some of the money I've spent on him and he ended contact. Right, let's see. Before I read on, it depends what the money was. If it was lent, if it generally was lent, I've lent you money on the terms of you giving it back and you've asked for your money back, then your son's a dick. But if it was just money that he didn't know was being lent, just, you know, just... You know, parents give their kids money sometimes, time to time. And then you've gone, actually, I'm calling in the debt. I mean, I don't think she's in contact. But anyway, let's see what goes on. Um, dear Deirdre, when I asked my son if he would repay some of the money I spent on him over the years, he stopped calling or replying to my texts. Mm -hmm. I split from my son's mother years ago when they were 16 and... Sorry. I split with my son's mother 20 years ago when they were 16 and 14 um, to be with my new, to be with my partner. 
Uh, we have visited them regularly and had them stay with us. Okay. My oldest is married and the youngest has always struggled in life. And I've given him deposits for flats, paid rent arrears and bought him cars. He now has a good job and a partner. When I visited last month, I asked if he could repay some money as I'm now 67 and living on a pension. His reaction was not good. When he left, he said a very frosty goodbye, but I never thought he'd end all contact. Right. So, here's the money you gave him. You gave him money for um, deposits, for flats, rent arrears, and bought him cars. <sighs> It's a tough one, so I feel like you are owed the money. But if you've set up a precedence of you just give your son stuff whenever he struggles, he's going to take it. And if you've never said to him, you're giving me this back, I'm lending it to you, why do you think he has to give it back? Um, so I'm not saying you're in the wrong, but I'm thinking you might have to swallow this one. And... Um, Stop visiting it because you can't afford it because you're only living on your pension. That's what you got to do. Uh, it's a tough one. That's a rough one, that. Because there's one thing you take into being the bigger man, but you're actually the poorer man as well. Um, I feel like your son should just be giving you money back anyway. He's trying to help you out. He's, you've helped him out over the years. He's in a better place now. He's trying to help you out. But it's sad. It's sad it's gone that way. Uh, I don't have any. I don't have any advice on that. Speak to your other kid, and maybe they'll talk your other son round. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Whoa. Come on. Yeah, come on. Brexit shame. I got terribly drunk at a pal's wedding. I had a Brexit bust up with his father-in-law. Okay, people, we've got to learn to stop talking about politics. Okay, it's a strange thing. I'm saying this. Uh, I find it strange that people, they beef over politics. Um, oh, I'm right wing and I think this. I'm left wing and I think that. And I, It's like, it's literally a choice. Literally a choice. You're, you've chosen a camp and you're now going to beef with someone about it. It's not like race where you're born into it. And now when racism happens, you go, fuck off. I don't like that. Because I, I can't opt out of being black. Yeah? It's not like sexism where you, you can't opt out of your sex. All right, I know. All right, all right easy. I know there's some people. All right, oh, not going there. But you know what I mean? You can't opt out of your sex. I get that. You're born that. Um, sexuality. I feel like people don't make a choice. I'm not sure if you're born gay or you're born straight, but it definitely happens at an early early enough age where it's not a choice. Whether it's predetermined or not, I don't know, but it's definitely not a choice. So, but... Political wings. You can literally go, I'm right wing about this and left wing about that. You can't say, I'm a bit black about this and I'm a bit white about that. You know, I'm a bit woman about this and a bit male about that. No, you're just a man. You're just a woman. You're just black. You're just white. Left wing, right wing. You could literally right wing all your life and then go, actually, uh, I've had the thought. I'm left wing now. 
So to actually beef people over something that also you don't even wear it on your sleeve. I mean, you're gay, you walk into a party with your, your man, you walk to a party with your husband, you, you can't let everyone know you're gay. You walk into a room and you, everyone knows you're black. You walk into a room, no one knows you're left wing or right wing. And there's so many other things you could talk about or bond over. Like football, mate? Yeah, I do. Like Spurs. You? All right, Arsenal. Hey, wanker, wanker, hey. Brexit, what do you vote? Hey, hold on. Hold on, mate. Choking on my beer. Um... Ceci, I got horribly drunk at a pal's wedding last month and had to bust up over Brexit with his father-in-law. My wife says I need to apologise to the whole family, but will that just make everything worse? Let's see, what actually happened? I'm 31. My mate was in the same class at school. He was married to a lovely girl, but her background is very different. I made good use of the free bar <laughs> that this guy probably paid for, right? Um, it was two hours before we got anything to eat at the reception and I was well away. The bride's father was talking loudly by the bar about his views over Brexit. I shouldered my way into the group and let rip about how stupid he was. Brilliant. Not even I disagree with your point, sir. By the way, thank you for paying for the bar. You've gone, oi, you dumb prick. Swig back another beer bomb, another two Sambucas. What was I saying? <laughs> the group was talking... Uh, the group he was talking to tried to intervene and I got worse apparently effing and blinding people tried to shush me because of the children around but I didn't care <laughs> I was imagining the scene I don't know which side you're on either that's the hilarious thing I can't remember much of this but I felt terrible when I woke up the next day and my wife told me what I'd said and done I apologised to my mates and they've all been very understanding Though I'm sure they will take the mick out, <laughs> the mick when they next meet up. But what about my mate and the bride? What about who are now on honeymoon in the Caribbean? And what about her parents dragging it all up again when they get back? Might make it seem bigger, make it seem a bigger deal than it really was. Or should I just say how sorry I am for embarrassing myself, mate? You've got to apologise. You've got to get their number. Get the parents' number. Fuck, fuck the, um, the bride and, and the groom. You need to somehow get the parents' number. Um, which you probably would have had on the RSVP or something. It'll be, you'll be able to get it. Write something. Um, if not, if you can't get their number, I'm not even joking, write a text. Uh, not write a text, write a letter. Something. Just get something out to them and be like, first and foremost really sorry just get just get sorry so they continue reading the rest of the letter uh just don't say anything about their views on brexit just go i'm really sorry i was really drunk um i don't usually behave like that give it all of that i just i'm really sorry and then at the end just go and p.s Just slag off their views about Brexit. <laughs> just double down. No, just apologise. Apologise. Uh, that is nuts. Imagine getting that drug to start tearing into the flipping one of the parents of the bridal party. Fantastic. Dear. Right. Um, is there anything else? No, I think that's it. I think that's it. 
I think that's it. Right. So that's the end of the pods. We've uh, what forty minutes. That's not too long. That's decent. Um, if you've got anything to promote, yeah, start said go on the website. Um, Valentine's Day, get your tickets for the fifteenth and or the sixteenth. Um, I'll be doing the same material more or less. So yeah, if you want to see me on both nights, there's different acts, other acts. Um, so go to those. So Saturday's in Catford, Sunday's in Camden. So that's it. If you want to come and see me? All right, that's the end of the pod. Uh, I've been Darren. Cheers.